What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 376. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, HBO, dog cop, driving, January 6th, drugs, gas prices, Joe Biden, drag show for kids, sports, Top Gun, splitting checks, rants and raves, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy i'm still making it still making it and we're still baking it uh first time we're getting to patreon.com slash podcast so it's a place you can go and give a dollar more a month for early access to the this dope podcast um we have co-producers who give uh even more money than a dollar, and that would be my mother. It's your boy H2.com, Graveyard Entertainment, Forgotten One, and Rico Reds. Uh, representing, uh, they are the Pentagon of this house that is the podcast. Um, also have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mode. That reminds me, I gotta give Snappy his Snappy shirt money. Uh, we got Snappy shirt, and we have, mm-hmm. uh, Smoke Oklahoma shirt and normal podcast shirt. You know, go get some cool shit. Um, I've worked out the math the other day. This podcast will go to about sept- sometime in September. So that's how long you'll have to figure it out. Um, it's, you know, I could maybe get an extra week out of it. I have this idea of uh, doing just like a, here's all the TV shows I enjoy ranked in order, but I'm just me ratting them off because I just started right, making a list. And I was like, holy shit, there are so many TV shows. It's me so much work. I don't know if I'll do it, but I've, I've thought about doing something like that. You know, some little one-off things that can, you know, extend it just a little bit. But in general, we're in September, so send the fucking music for the music podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So you always talk about this fucking HBO fucking. Yeah, it's player. best. Anyways, top my wife into fucking downloading it. Yeah. We start off, you know, watch the Game of Thrones, you know, something we both like. I don't know where that went. I guess I went back to work or whatever. Oh no, we downloaded HBO just so my wife can watch Friends. Yep. And your friends, it, it, it's on constantly, and I'm just like, yeah, watch something else. I mean, I get it. It's, uh, it's okay. Right. Koopy has some go to shows like that. We, we've watched all through Friends uh, twice, I think. Once on Netflix, and when it came to HBO Max, we did it again, I think. It's hard to remember. Um, I would I would definitely want to watch more than just Friends, though. That's for sure. Because there's so many good HBO shows. So many funny ones. So much funnier than Friends. By, like, a lot. Like, Magnitude's funnier. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully you get to watch something good on there, you know? Hey, Friends ain't bad. I mean, it's okay. But like I said, the early it's... seasons aren't the worst. First few seasons yeah. are pretty all right. But still, I mean, I, I can only do a rerun so many times, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I stuck with her for Grey's Anatomy and Gilmore Girls and all that other shit, you know. And that I'm was, so glad Kibby doesn't get in a Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. She, she has watched up through whatever season she cares about, and then she's like, I don't care anymore. But Gilmore Girls, I've come over, around to. It's pretty good. Well, Lorelai makes it interesting for me. Shit's Creek a lot, which has made, like, I also enjoy Shit's Creek, so... You know, Kubi Elise has brought that around. And in The Office, I can watch those reruns, of course. So I try not to judge too harshly. But if you just got HBO Max and you have all these things, like The Wire may be the best show ever. You I know? guess she and, hadn't seen Friends in quite some time because no one else has showed it. So she's, she's right. excited. Yeah, well, I took off Netflix a couple years ago. And so, yeah, they 
HBO's doing good shit out there, you know, and eventually Discovery's combining with it, so it'll have even more shit. Um, this week, I had the small drama of we had this lost dog that found its way to our yard, and Kubi was working on the flower bed, and the dog was very sweet and very, you know, chill. Just hung out in the yard all day. Koopy, of course, posted on our, you know, the lost dog fucking sites and shit. And then people were like, well, you need to go get a micro, you know, check for a microchip. So she called this vet and they said, well, if it's only been a couple hours, then you should just wait and see if their owner shows up, which I agree with 100 percent. Just, you know, that's my thought as well, because if it's my dog, I'm going to go look for it or I'll go to this lost pet. Right. So, you know, what I mean, there would be some shit. My thought is they're just at work. And so uh, Koopy just keeps working on the flower bed all day. After we eat dinner, it's like maybe, maybe not even, it's like, it's probably before dinner. It's like five o'clock. This dude fucking cop knocks on my door, just beats the fuck out of our door. And I'm like, holy shit. So I go answer the door and it's the animal warden guy. I'm guessing, uh, acting like a fucking cop has a goddamn cop mustache, wearing a fucking A to PD t-shirt has a fucking, you know, his whole ordeal belt and shit. And I'm sorry. I just don't like, I've never had a good interaction with a cop. Never. And that's why I think I'm so fucking get so pissy. When I'm like, they're just shooting people and they fucking suck at their jobs. This dude's fucking harassed me. Like, well, we heard there was in someone's backyard. And I went, well, it wasn't. But what does that matter? And he was like, well, someone's trying to take a dog. And I go, we're not trying to take a dog. We post about it on Facebook about it being lost. Well, you should probably be calling us first. And I said, well, it's 430. I do remember that. I was like, it's 430. I mean, they're not even part off work yet. Yeah, well, we're taking it. And he was like being real aggressive, but like I stole the dog. And I was just like, I swear to God, this fucking, I hate these little douchebags for fucking power trips. Also, I'm wearing a smoke Oklahoma shirt. And so I feel like he felt some type of way. Um, and so I was just like, all right, whatever, man. The guy that used to be the police dog catcher or the dog catcher, animal ward winner, he wasn't all there. Yeah, this is a young guy. This guy's about my age, in shape or whatever, you know, but he was definitely a cop wannabe or an off-duty yeah, cop. Right. Like, he was the cop. I mean, he wasn't a... Most animal wardens are, like, old, creepy, fucking junkyard-type guys, and you're like, oh, that's their animal catcher? Um, so, I don't know, it was very weird. Not 30 minutes after he leaves, woman on Facebook, message, you know, post, hey, that's my dog. I live over by Carl's Jr., which is, like, two blocks away. I would have put an aggressive cop come by and took him. <laughs> we, well, that's more or less what my wife said. You know, they came by and she goes, well, do you have their number? And then you know, could be being nice was like, you know, found it or whatever. And then uh, what also I thought was dumb is he was like, after he was like, you better give them nice. He goes, because when they're with us, they have 72 hours. Someone to claim them. I'm like, well, that ain't no you time. take them to the pound? Yeah, they ain't no time but at all. I don't know. You know what? Like, if we try to take a straight to the pound, they try to charge us. Right. And I'm just like... That, that, they try to guilt trip you like you won't you're not gonna keep it and you're like no i'll just walk away what are they gonna do to me right true that so anyway i just got to get that out there i i've had one good interaction with a cop in my adult life and that is the day the ps4 came out i was in wichita falls texas driving back to kingston where i live in oklahoma that's like a three-hour drive but that's where i pre-ordered it at this fucking best buy and i was between that uh warica and ringling road they ain't fucking nothing for oh, 30 nothing. miles and uh, I passed a car and then a car was passing them. And so I hurried up to get out of their way and it was a cop. And then he pa- he like, a- pa- like pulled me over after he passed the car I passed. Huh. And I was like, what the fuck? And so uh, and I explained to him, I said, man, I just got a PS4 came out today. Uh, I, honestly, I was just trying to get out of your way. And he was like, well, I'll give you a warning. And that is the only time in my life I've ever got a warning. Every other time they're like, yeah, we'll get you a ticket right here real quick. 
Now, I will say because of my previous profession being a you know pizza slinger in town, right. I managed a pizza restaurant for like 23 years. So I did have a good uh, rapport with the police in this town because if you get a prank order or you get a big-ass cater order that gets canceled... You take it to the cops, probably. We take it to the police station. We divvy it up between the police station, fire station, EMS. Or, you know, now that we have homeless shelters, at the end, we started doing some of right. those, too. But at first, we didn't have those, so we just sent it to the police station. And so I get pulled over. Oh, damn it, Mr. Moser. All right. You know what I mean? And they let me go all the fucking off. Right. And I'll be honest. I, knock on wood, I haven't been pulled over much in Ada. In this town, because I've driven grandma-looking-ass cars forever. I did it for a long time. And so that just really helped me a lot. But back in my hometown, I be getting pulled over all the time, all the time. I don't really have a habit of getting pulled over though. I don't speed though now. Of course, I also either. don't go very many places. Right, I drive all the places. And then uh, my wife, uh, almost ran over, got a damn. My back, wife uh, cl- claims she's the better driver. So you know what? I let her have that title, and I get chauffeured yeah. every fucking where. You can look at it however you want, but I. Oh, uh, we're going on a three-hour road trip. I just walk to the passenger seat. I kick back, go sleep. Right. I ain't got fucking stress out about the road. It is fucking great. I mean, I think if you can do it, you know, if she thinks she's better. I'm when I'm a passenger, I do the invisible brake shit too much. I can't help it. Where I'm like, and I start grabbing. Well, no, that's handles. what she does, and then it fucking that stresses me out. Yeah, like I fucking, get it. you just fucking you stay in your goddamn. Passenger I'm just like seat. her and, and the, our relationship. And so yeah, I'm just like fuck all this. That's too much. Nah, I'll I'll, I'll ride passenger. Right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I'm gonna ask you here on this. So don't forget, uh, we are going somewhere in a couple of weeks for like a two day little trip. So I might need you to come by and just say hi to the dog. Oh, definitely. So she doesn't go crazy. Absolutely. Um, feed her some shit. Um, so I'll try to remember to tell you that after this. Uh, all right. Other shit happening today. There's a bunch of January 6th hearing shit happening. I don't have any news on that in this. I know our podcast takes a few days to come out. There might be all this big news on that. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. All right. I mean, I know a lot of people have opinions. Basically, the liberals are like, they all should be in jail forever. Anyone involved a little bit. And then on the right, it's like, ain't nothing wrong happened at all because everyone can't just fucking meet in the middle. They all got to be extremes that it was like the worst thing in the world. And it was nothing. And I was like, it's probably somewhere in the middle there. You know, I mean, it was something. You can't act like it wasn't anything. Why is the capital not treated like a place of business like any other? Right. I mean, you could make that argument that, I mean, in other scenarios, uh, whenever rioters storm different places, the cops kind of let them go. Now, I don't know if in those scenarios they don't go back and try to find them as well. But it also, I get the argument of, well, it's a federal fucking building and this is the government and they're going to make sure you pay because it's their building. I mean, I also get that logic. Well, I agree, but I just don't think that they should have no re- uh, repercussions right but i mean i'm I know they if won't, was like but... an occupy wall street thing happening right at a federal building people wouldn't have been like lock them up they would have been like they were just trying to protest you know i get it but people were shot and shit but i think it was like the guards of the building shot the protesters i don't think a protester shot anyone in the government to my knowledge right. i don't fucking know but didn't they just storm it and kind of bum rush some people and then they toured it more or less and then some guy said at nancy pelosi's desk and posed i mean i think all these people were douchebags don't get me wrong i think yeah. anyone who went and participated you're a fucking well, we loser. You from oklahoma i believe yeah but i don't necessarily think they should go to jail forever i don't either you know what i mean <laughs> no man I, man I, i'm sorry man if you're the federal government do some creative shit like double okay taxes. man if they didn't really destroy it they should have to pay their fines pay some fines Maybe be put on some probation as an insider to a right, maybe. Right. I mean, you should be and, on a watch list. Don't get me wrong. Right. Maybe a watch list, insider to a right. But I don't even think they should do, have to do any time, to be honest. Fines and the fines and shit will keep them down enough. 
Right. And then last week we mentioned, of course, the Uvalde shooting thing that's been on the news forever. And I haven't found the thing of the guy that of the barbershop you mentioned last week, but I did see where this like Mexican mom came in and saved her kids. And she claimed that when she was in there, she heard the shooters on the other side of the building. And I'm like, these it's just crazy. We keep in stories like this, like parents went in and did the job while the cops just chilled outside. Can't let that one go. I just think, um, you know, we had Breonna Taylor where the cops went in the middle of the night and shot people in their bed and then everyone tried to fucking defend it for I don't know how the fuck people defended it, but they tried. And then uh, now we got the cops who just fucking stand around while you get your kids get shot. Like, I just don't see how people are like, hey, we have somewhat of a problem. Like there's somewhere there's a disconnect and yeah. like what we thought this job was and what it is. You know, it's 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 evolved. Definitely. Um, now, I know some people will be like, it ain't evolved. It's always been like this. You know, the FBI and CIA have been doing shit. Um, I actually don't have this on the list. I mentioned the FBI there. I saw the U.S. gymnastics team is suing the FBI because they knew about their abuser and they didn't stop them. And so they're going to sue them for like a billion dollars. And I hope they win. Fuck the FBI. You know, it's just like that. Uh, that fucking goddamn it. The rapper Young Thug that's got arrested in Atlanta. Um, apparently, they were like watching him for three years. And like over three years, he was 30 murder charges. And like at some point in time, you're responsible for like. 30 Some, fucking murders. Like, what? what's the limit? Who's yeah, the when do you step in and you're like, all right, we got enough evidence. So that at some a, point, it's not on, it's on everyone more than just him. I don't wow. know. Wow. So I don't know how, you know, of course, if he was really responsible, but they're acting like he was the kingpin of this whole little uh, kind of gang he started, which I get it. If I blew up as a rapper, my mind is like, I'm hiring all my homies and we're going to make all this. You know, I get how you get there. It's just like, if you're as successful as him off music, Whew, no, I'm gonna make music. Evidence. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm want to make music. Right. Fuck. The worst thing I'm gonna do is some drugs behind doors. Right. I, I mean, you do on camera. No one gives a fuck no, these I, days. I, fuck that. Uh. No. I might smoke on. Camera. I'll just be like, it's fake. This is all fake lean in this cup. This ain't real. Don't you know how they make the food videos? <laughs> Speaking of lean, I got lost in these comments. Uh, this basketball player. Post at Miles Bridges, I believe it was uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. He posted a picture with a joint in his hand, or just his hand with a joint in it and a cup of lean. And you know, everyone's like, "God damn, NBA players are wild because they don't get drug tested for weed anymore." So like Durant's been a little more open, like he smokes all the time. He always says, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh, he's got to delete this." So of course he has, but the picture's already up there. And so in those comments, people were talking about what's lean, and someone's like, "It's liquid heroin." Everyone knows it. I'm like, "It is not liquid heroin." So anyone out there? just not liquid heroin if you think that what is it Educate me. uh it is promethazine and codeine is typically the combination and it's just like when we were in high school you go to get cough syrup that and that'd be the shit they would give you that was after my generation. i didn't oh uh, you never got so our my generation i mean you would go it would be really sweet and pretty like i had a boys that did it so i know yeah, and then you would um a lot of people mix it with sprite or something like that, you know, because it mixes pretty well with tropical drinks and they slowly sip on it. Now, for me, when I'd gotten it um, when I was in late high school to college, typically I just drank it straight. I ain't fucking mixing it. No, no, and that's different. Okay, so yeah, codeine and promethazine is like a Houston thing. It's more or less kind of like being stoned, right? It's very similar to being stoned. Like you're real slow and you can't really talk as fast as you want. Kind of, you know, like a little pill fucked a little bit. But robotussin and robotripping is totally different. And that's some shit you would do with like triple C's, which is core seed and cold and cough, which is the best one to get. Sorry if I'm educating people out there, but it's like the strongest dextromethorphine to what it's a pill ratio. Right. And so you take this dextromethorphine shit. Um, that's what's in the cough syrup like that you buy at the store. Um, and that shit trips you out 
not like acid, but like in somewhere in that general way. Like he's like yeah. robo tripping, right? Like, and it's from that chemical. And so I did that a lot as well in high school. But in college, you got like the real shit, and you were like, "Oh, this is." I know, fun. but now you got to sign a list to get Sudafed and all kind of shit, don't you? Yeah, I remember in college, someone offered me a lot of money to go buy him some Sudafed, and I was like, "I ain't turned down forty bucks to go buy a fucking five dollar box of Sudafed." So. It is what it is. So they're going to find it, you know, for dumb college kids like me. They're like, yeah, but if they're going to attach my name to it, I ain't going to do it. But if it's just a plain old receipt. It was just one up. time. It was just one time yeah. I bought that shit, you know. Just one like, time, yeah. That was my thought. But um, crazy world. Also, there is, uh, man, there's somewhere else I was going with these goddamn cough syrup. Oh, what I call homemade lean and me and my homies did with Xanax. So you would probably be more familiar or not familiar. You at least know this. We used to get Sprite and we'd put a Xanax bar in the Sprite and then a bunch of Jolly Ranchers of whatever flavor. So I was a watermelon fan myself. So I put a bunch of watermelon Jolly Ranchers in my Sprite and then a bar and then you close it up and then you the longer you can leave it set there, the better it's going to taste. But if you're fucking impatient, you wait like an hour, it's going to taste like a bitter ass pill, the whole fucking bottle, right? But if you can let it really sit there, you know, and then you pour it up and then you could drink. And that's basically like taking a little Xanax, right? You drink a little bit okay. as opposed to like kind of take the whole thing. And I enjoyed that quite a bit. I've rapped about it a couple nah, times. No, man, I fucking I was trying to get to the fucking point. I'd even fucking crush them up and snort them bastards. I mean, I have as it well. It was really fucking dumb. It didn't fucking burn like a motherfucker. But Right. I mean, I definitely have as well. It was at the point, one point in college, I was eating 12, or I was eating two bars at noon. I'd work 12 to 12. I'd eat two bars at noon, and I would eat one bar every hour on the hour, just just, cause, just because. Right. Uh, so I say like 12, 14 bars a day, and and that was right before I had that wreck and intervention. So yeah, it got, yeah. It got real bad at the end. Yeah, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. If I had that many, I would sell them. Well, I to. did, but when you go to bed with 500 and wake up with none, and uh, you got basically jacked by your homies. Right. And, you know, you well, money chasing, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to lie. One I, time, no, I, I sold a lot. I sold a fuck ton, but I lost, I lost some, too. That kind of reminded me, uh, LV, the homie who's in jail, he went to jail the first time for robbing pharmacies, which means he was in possession of thousands of pills. And we got him so drunk one night that I'm like, we're taking some because <laughs> he ain't never gonna know and he didn't he had so many oh yeah they must have got me away a couple homies i don't know where they are maybe you dropped them <laughs> like, right. 500 fucking pills like <laughs> bulges in my pocket <laughs> you know like yeah. get the fuck out man uh not saying well, any of this is good of course this well, is just our experience we all yeah. knew what happened but i was at the end and i was in a bad fucking place i just ate the loss man right yeah i mean honestly when you're in um those situations more college little drug influence no one around you is like a or very few people around you are like real friends and you know that and so you're like you can't even be that mad you know because yeah. you're like that fucker i don't like him yeah because uh, when I, the day i stopped dealing uh my phone stopped ringing right yeah i mean uh, i got arrested uh they a lot some people like put the money up to get me out and all that shit and then a lot of people didn't hit you up you know it was like powwow was it i had powwow and he was just like well, yeah, you had a couple of real homies in there that would, that would come through for you. Right. But, and then you had some unexpected, and then you had some that you, oh, you found out you couldn't fucking trust the, yep. for anything. That's how it goes. Um, all right. Other random shit I got here. Uh, gas prices, motherfucker. Yeah, they're, well, they're higher than me right now. They're the highest I think they've ever been here, right? They've passed the Bush yeah. era shit, I think. Um, definitely see it's like up to $5. Um, Fucking sucks. I will say that. So, no. funny story about gas, real quick. Sorry. Yeah, go for it. Uh, was at the pump, and this uh, random kind of old, older dude, he, 
might have been of a little foreign descent. I couldn't really tell. But I, and he was like, man, these gas prices, fucking $75. And I'm looking at things like, yeah, I'm at 55 right now in this little bitty fucking car. And he's kind of sitting there bullshit. He's his clicks. And he's getting in. All right, you have a good day. I'm like, no fucking way, because mine just stops right on fucking 75. And I was like, you fucking called it. I'm not even going to fucking top it off or anything. You fucking called it 75. <laughs> and I fucking hung up to that. I just thought it was cool. My car right now, I think it only fit about $35 of gas, maybe. I, don't know, it's about, I only have like a nine-gallon tank. Mine's pretty small. I think I got a 15-gallon tank. But so I guess it's 45 it was fucking now, 75 but. fucking dollars, man. Yeah. It's, for it's 2004 crazy. Well, Mazda C4. And again, I think, and the, the only reason I wanted to bring this up, is I personally think, I don't know if this is for it, the gas prices have nothing to do with the president. They just never have. Uh, everyone wants to blame Russia. It's like 2% of the shit. They've said the gas companies on their calls, like when you get the fucking stock calls, you're out and they call everyone. Those are recording. You go out there and file on their public fucking information. All these gas companies said we didn't make any money during COVID because no one drove. And we are going to raise our prices until we make our money back. Now, I don't know if they really will drop them back down and when they make their money back that they projected they lost. But that's why. I mean, they're the ones that set the prices, right? Like, why on earth would Joe Biden be like, let's raise the prices and then people all blame him. And he's like, keep on raising them. Like, let's just think for a second. Like, if the president could, the president would make them low and then they would go on stage. and They would brag about it. Yeah. Like what? This is so stupid. I get it's like a joke and everyone just hates Joe Biden around here. Um, I think he's an idiot as well. But like, I just think. You got to be real. And when you're sitting there not blaming the gas companies and you're blaming the president, guess what they're going to do? They're going to keep raising prices because they're getting no blame. Well, I'm telling you right now, if the fucking orange man was in office, he would get all the blame and then some. Maybe. Uh, you know, they look like. I think there's a. I do also have like a theory. Of course, it's just a theory that I do think the gas companies know if they do it when a Democrat's in office, that people will blame them because their base and the people that are pro oil are also pro republic. I think there's like a, it's all a game, I think. Right, because they're just they're taking no flack right now, the actual oil companies. No one's like, "Hey, why are you charging so much?" Now, someone I don't know much about is Richard Nixon, but apparently this happened in Nixon's term where the gas prices were going fucking crazy. It's the time period when the Mustang stopped looking cool. Remember like the 69 yeah. Mustang was awesome, then all of a sudden the 70s they were like, "What the fuck?" It's because there was no gas and they had to make these fuel efficient uh cars and shit. But Nixon came out, and they, from what I understand, I heard this on the podcast the other day, so it could be all bullshit. But he uh, made a big press conference, and he was like, starting tomorrow, if anyone ups gas any higher than they are right now, you're getting arrested. Period. And no one did, and the gas prices went down. People wouldn't listen to the president these days. They don't listen to that shit no more. And basically, uh, and the guy that was talking about this on this podcast I listened to is like, because because the way gas is, it's just a little supply and demand thing. You know, it's like, as soon as they were like, you can't raise it anymore, they just didn't. And then it all, the crisis just went away because there was no crisis. You were only allowed to sell it at however much money. Like, you couldn't go over that anyway. And there was this cap. And apparently, a couple of years ago, this came up in Congress, and a bunch of Democrats and Republicans, both of them, voted not to do this shit. All right. So for everyone to say now, like, oh, we could whatever they could have done some shit to help prevent this, but they didn't then. And so I just think it's another giant talking point. And uh, well, I enjoy the conspiracy theorists to be like, it's just a way to keep you from not being able to go places or keep you down. You know, OK, but. well, everything's doubled, but my salary. Yeah. So well, and again, this is all of the inflation. I don't remember exactly what we said with the inflation checks or inflation check, when the stimulus checks that became inflation checks. Yeah. I mean, they printed off trillions of dollars they gave some of it to us in these little twelve hundred dollar checks majority of it went to the fucking stock market they lost it in a day you know and all this shit so uh 
we were dumb or people were dumb to act like that wasn't going to affect. All right. We all know, you know, come back or whatever. But I was like, well, if they're pounding out checks, I'm going to take mine. You know, I get it. But I do think um, we're all fucking stupid. Let's go down there and count that vote. You know, it wasn't going to change whether there's going to get checks or not. Right. We didn't get a vote in it. Yeah. So the politics are all fucked. Um, you know, I think, again, everyone just is like, well, don't worry. Trump will fix it. And I'm like, I just think it's all a big show yeah, and I, we're all getting fucked. I'm just done with the celebrity presidents already. Yeah, I think uh, Joe Biden wasn't even a celebrity until he was fucking Obama's fucking meme. That was his best fucking legacy right there when he was the fucking meme god for Obama. Yeah, lovely ice cream. I mean, uh, those was great, but then he became president, man. Well, another thing about Biden is, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of shit, so I finally looked into it. Uh, They're like, this isn't the real Joe Biden. They'll show a picture of Joe Biden when he was vice president and the picture of him now, and you're like, holy shit, he does look way different. And then they're like, the earlobes. And now this does say to you, because if you remember science class, they're like, earlobes are one of those recessive dominant things where it's like if your dad has them you don't or you're, you do or whatever some shit like that and so people that I remember care a lot about that and old pictures of Joe Biden he has earlobes right I do not mine go straight straight to my head right but his go like loop down and come up and then uh, now he doesn't they kind of go straight down and you're like holy shit and you see that and you're like holy fuck I think they got a goddamn Joe Biden actor right you like kind of start to believe it um, and you're like his eyes don't look the same you know it looks like his eyes are darker or whatever and then but apparently he just got a facelift and this is a very common side effect. They take it there and that's where they lift it. It was like where the earlobes are. And then they like pull it up there and then they like reattach some shit. So that actually explains it a little bit, but yeah, he, um, he's definitely a senile old man. I, I mean, I think what annoys me is the hypocrisy of it all. Like when Trump was president, a lot of people were like, look, you can't have these old people doing it. And they're like, let's get someone older. And then uh, kind of like when Hillary Clinton was going, you know, they were like, you got to vote for a woman. If you don't, it's sexist. But then whenever Joe Jorgensen's running as a woman, ain't no one vote for her, and no one called that sexist because you didn't vote for. It's so, like, I just don't, you know, they keep moving the goalposts. She's still going hard in politics, I think. I know. I enjoy her and uh, Al, uh, fucking not Alan Yang. It's Andrew Yang. Uh, he's like super liberal. Like he thinks we should have a universal basic income, like mail out checks to everybody because robots eventually are going to take over the world anyway. So we need to make sure people have money. And like they're teaming up and going on these speaking events together, thinking exact opposite things, but they're like civil. You know, they're like, this is how political parties should behave. And you're like, hell yeah. Um, It's a. I think y'all should just look into the Libertarian Party. It's pretty fun. Have good memes. That's all I'm saying. Um,. I saw a thing this week where there was a drag show for kids. Well, there was a drag show and kids were present in the audience. And I thought it would seem like something you might have a, a little bit of an opinion on. And a lot of people, I guess it got really divided, of course, uh, where people were like, yes, this will open the eyes to these young children that are gay, that it's okay to live this way. And I'm like, I, I guess I kind of see that, but these are like eight year old kids. And there's like, Someone in a speedo thong. Wasn't it like a kindergarten welcome back to school party? I don't remember exactly what the age group, but it was something. I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say older than third grade. For sure not older than that. So it was like younger elementary. And I just, and I, I'll even say this back to like straight shit. Because a lot of people are like, what about fucking straights when they're like, kiss your girlfriend or whatever, you know? And I'm like, I get that. that They do sexualize the thing, kids. So what you come in doing? What did they come in doing? Like. Well, I don't. This thing was just a very provocative dancing, you know, striptease type dance. They didn't take clothes off, but it was that sort of dancing. But know? if I was a male to come in there and do that, I would get arrested. Well, it depends on this type of show. I think they were at a place that does it. I don't think this person came to a school. 
They took school on a field. I think it was like there was this drag show, this place. Parents were allowed to bring their kids. And then so there's video of these kids in the audience watching this shit. And you're like, well, so it is the parents, on the parents are OK with that. If that's how they want to teach their kids. Fine. I mean, they're going to know about the trans, but I ain't going to push it on them or, right. you know, whatever. However, that shit works. So. Well, what I was going to talk about was when I was at the Frontier City, like four, five years old, right? Something like that. I remember they tried to pull me on stage and there was these like big breasted women with garter belts and it was very sexualized. And I remember at five being like rock hard. And I cannot go up on this stage because this is too much, right? I'm this is too much sexual energy for me. And it made me uncomfortable, right? All of that. And I feel like that's just as valid as like a you know, drag show or whatever. So like if somebody was like, well, Would you do that with straight people? Like, yeah, I the kind of thing that happened to me, you know, on accident because the people do push that shit. But yeah. Uh I don't yeah, know. you go to re- you take your kids to wrestling events, and I mean, look at the the sign girls, or right. even the women wrestlers, or I mean, and I don't watch wrestling now. I think it's a lot better now. But yes, when we were watching it, a lot of them were just the chick magnet. I mean, like I watch a lot of wrestling for Stacy Keebler, you know, or whatever. Like, <laughs> Man, like, she had the best legs, right? And you're like, well, we she gotta did. watch her get in the ring. Um, a lot of Trish Stratus, uh, that, Sable, all the there was lots yeah. of them, you know, in that time. And even like you know, if I was going to consider anyone like. China, you know, should be should. I wish he was popular during the trans movement because there'd be questions, right? I mean, yeah, there were questions then. I, I, I know, but there'd be serious questions then. But I saw the I saw the pictures and the video. I know she has a vagina. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She posed. It was all the that that uh, era. Um, speaking of some kind of sports related shit, have you heard about this whole golf thing? Golf PGA is being overtaken. Oh yeah, like. Probably within a couple of years, there may be a whole PGA may not even be a thing. And this new thing is going to be the thing everyone actually cares about. So there it's called live golf, L I V golf. And uh, they're from Saudi Arabia. Got all that fucking oil money. And they've come in and they are paying Phil Mickelson like in one check, like as much money as he's won in all of his tournaments in his career to leave the PGA and go play for them. Okay. And then they've done the same to Dustin Johnson, who's like a fairly popular kind of young guy. And they've done it to all these people. They're just giving them like, here's a hundred million dollars. Come be with us. And that's like how much these guys will make over like 10 years, you know, or whatever. And so they're like, okay. And they're just, they're trying to just take it. And I was like, this is ballsy. This is crazy. I guess. I don't care at all. I mean, I enjoy watching golf when it's on TV. I'm not going to lie. Like you have a good TV. You're like, I get it. This is pretty, but I've never followed golf. Right. You know what I mean? I don't care like enough to know these people. (laughs) Someone called it a white man's game the other day. And I said, what the fuck do you mean? The best player in the world is a black man. Yeah. Well, the I was like the face of golf is Tiger Woods. What, what the fuck do you mean it's white man's game? Yeah, uh, but I knew what they was trying to get at. But right, well, you got to be rich to play it in some places, kind of like skiing and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, in tennis used to be a white man's game. But I mean, the Williams sisters made that a lie. And even the new, I mean, there's a new era as well. Of, yeah, that uh, young girl's real good too. Yeah, there's like more coming. So I mean, I do think it's like an example of uh, you know, I think sports can really change a lot. You know, I do think people look down on sports. Um. And you know, I'm just saying this basically because I like basketball and shit. But like, it's really hard for me to understand how anyone could be an NBA fan and then be like racist towards black people. Right? You're like, how the fuck do you enjoy basketball, which is like infused with hip hop culture and like, and then like not like black people? You know, like that's crazy. But some people claim like the Utah Jazz fans will be like, they're all racist. And I'm like, there's no way they're paying money to go to these games in the race. But I don't know. Of course, I don't know anyone's heart and shit. But uh, I do think you see things like that. And it like opens your eyes right? to like someone who, at least in my mind, I'm like, I can imagine someone who's racist. And then they 
you know, remember the Titans, basically that whole story. You know, yeah. you play fucking football with someone who's black and you're like, hey, you know what? I think I was wrong. Like, I don't know. I just think like it's so obvious that can happen. Right. And so I do think sports has a place. Um, for sports, sure. if you let it, if you let the politics out of sports, there's a lot of good shit come from sports. Leadership, team building. I learned how to work with people that you, know, you can make people that are not as good. You can make them actually form as a good unit. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of shit you can do in sports, but I love sports. You know, it taught me a lot, but there can be a lot of politics and. Well, I've been watching the sports channel. We have it on our antenna on channel 25-2, the stadium channel, in case anyone's curious what that is. And they had the other day the World's Strongest Man competition, which is dominated by Lithuanians now. Um, I didn't know that, but the number one and two guy was a Lithuanian. And I remember just loving watching those things when I was a kid on ESPN2 and shit, right? And you'd be like, oh, they're picking all these big-ass boulders and throwing kegs and the death fingers or whatever the fuck they were called. Like they, it was just so cool. And I watched it. It was okay. It, it didn't seem to have the, uh, the polish that it once did. Like it was real quick. It was like, here's this event. Here's this event. Here's this event where it used to be like more of a production. I feel yeah. like, um, but I really love that. And the outdoors games back in the day on ESPN. I love that shit too, with the logs and shit. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. And I think that's all disappeared. I don't think you can watch that anymore. At least not on ESPN. I'm sure it's somewhere, but uh, nothing I have. And then I watched a game of seven man, no pads football on that channel in a league called the a seven FL. And it was pretty entertaining. I mean, I would say it was, I bet you're sore as fuck after those games. Right. I agree. Now I've for about 10 years, I've been on this shit. Cause I watched one video about it, about how playing without pads is actually way safer for your body. Um, because it's like the boxing glove analogy, right? You put a boxing glove and all of a sudden people are swinging way harder than they would ever swing. If they didn't have that boxing glove on, mm-hmm. you know, because they're pre- they know they don't have to protect their hands. Same thing with football. If people fucking launch in there head first because they have a helmet on. They're going to do more damage. And if they didn't have a helmet right. on, they would t- they would wrap up. And that's what you see. Like a running back goes and seven people have him. They just they scrummage, you know, like a rugby thing. And they mm-hmm. just kind of stop blow the whistle. Like ain't no one trying to be crazy and without pads on, you know. But like if a guy catches one and he's running, you know, he's going to be trying to high step people and shit. And then all of a sudden someone's going to probably get really tired. <laughs> um, but it was really uh, interesting, and I never really watched seven man football that much, but it's kind of like a ring. I knew they had seven, I knew they had eight. Yeah, this was claimed to a seven, huh. and so I had three linemen on each side, I think, you know, and then a quarterback, and then some receivers, uh, three receivers, I guess. And it was a uh, fairly interesting. And they had their nicknames in the back, so like someone was like Monster, and someone was uh, the Magician, or something, yeah. And then one of the quarterbacks fucking sucked. And the other one was like Michael Vick. Like he was fast, but he could also throw. Right. right. And like the other, both of them were scramblers. But one of them just, when he went to go throw, you were like, oh shit, he should not be <laughs> throwing the football. Um, but if anyone has a stadium channel, Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it was, y'all look up for the A7FL. Yeah, I bet like back when they had the competitions and they actually had skilled linemen like Warren Sapp, he would get in there and make those fucking games fun. Yeah. I remember watching that on uh, ESPN well, at night. Well, he was one of my favorite linemen of all time. Yeah, he's great. And then he got caught a prostitute and everyone got mad at him. I would never like got- you didn't know he was having prostitutes. You know, uh, he was in Tampa. I think Tampa's well known for their not life. Okay. Owners still on football teams. Right. True that. True that. Antonio Brown was right. Um, other shit in the world. Um, Top Gun's out, and everyone cares a great deal. I'm this. I don't have any interest in Top Gun. Zero. But it's like overtaking the world. So it was very good. Did you go see, you go see it? Uh, we did because you know, man. I mean, I watched a lot it's of. It's of your Gun. generation, yeah. Well, and uh, like Birdman probably got me into Top Gun. Going down to Granny's, you know, you go. And Dad didn't really have much to do, so go over to Granny's. There's Birdman. 
he was super into airplanes. There's a lot of Top Gun involved. Yeah, I could imagine. So, I've all growing up, I was always told that Jason, our cousin, all he wanted to do was be a fighter pilot, and then they got past the test where he could have, and then he didn't do it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but that was like this allure. Yeah, know, man, it was, it was, it was, it was Top Gun galore. So, and it, I thought it was very well made, man. Most sequels aren't that well made, but it was, it was well done. Right. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people love it. I just didn't care about it um, when I was younger. For some reason, like everyone loved it, and I was like, I guess. So I just, I've never loved Tom Cruise. I guess in hindsight, like the only Tom Cruise movie I think that I even kind of like is probably Last Samurai. I think is okay. And then, of course, he's great in Tropic Thunder, but that's not his movie, <laughs> you know. But I've just never, uh, I guess Cocktails was okay, you know. I remember that one somewhat. But, um, and now knowing how fucking weird he is with the Scientology shit and how he's like a god in their culture. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like supporting him. I'm no, just not weird. But Him and Charlie Sheen took a deep turn, didn't they? Yeah, but Charlie Sheen, again, was hookers and drugs. You can respect <laughs> that. That's <laughs> different than like, I'm a demigod in this religion that we're like, they go and tell women they're marrying me now and they have to. And then they say he has like a fucking elevator for his car so he doesn't even have to see people. His elevator like comes from his house in his car and so he doesn't even have to interact with anyone. Wow. It's fucking Anyway, it sounds cool. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I just don't know if I can support it. Um, all right. The only thing I had left, left, left on this list is I enjoyed this era because you see the TikTok videos of like. And I know this is fucked up, so I'm not saying it's good, but where it'll be like a check comes for a dinner date and the guy's like, are we having sex? And the girl will be like, no. And he's like, split the check. And then they go on, right? Now, I think what, I mean, I think it's funny. I do think it's a funny concept. But again, I do think, yeah, we're missing some points, but girls get really pissed about it, right? And I'm just like, well, are you saying like the $20 isn't worth it? You know, because I do think if you told a guy you're having sex, I'm having sex with you because you're paying $20 worth of food. That isn't a good look. You know, that uh, should not be the reason. So I think these women should be like, not for that. Not because you bought me food. So I get the women's point. But I do think the guys are funny doing the video. I don't know why, but it makes me laugh every time. And it's only an ugly motherfucker, too. And he'll be like, we split the chick. And yeah, camera flips. You're like, ugh. <laughs> Crazy. But I also don't think I could do it. No, if I asked someone on a date, I mean, I would pay. Like, there's a lot of split checking going on these days. Right. I mean, it would depend if I felt like there was a, yeah, if it was romantic. If it was just a friend, of course, I'd be like, yeah, we're splitting it. But yeah, if it was at all a romantic date, I would I would just assume I would be paying it right. as like the man. It's kind of like we said earlier. I feel like that as a man, I feel like I have to drive in some way, right? And it's cool. You don't look, some men don't feel like they can cook. I don't, to me, cooking is not a female trait. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that. I love as, as to well. cook. Some things I've never cooked and I have to learn, but right. I mean. But to some people, it. You know, they do think that way. They're like, oh, laundry has to be done by women. Now, I'll be honest. My wife is great at laundry. She does my laundry about, you know, a lot, you know, but I can do it. And I, you know, I will. So the arrangement we have now is since I got an extra day off out of the week because I manipulated the schedules. Right. So I'll haul the laundry and put it in the washer and dryer. And then I'll lay it out and shake it out and lay it out. And she folds it. And puts it, and then I'll yeah, hang, I hang up the shirts. The folding is the or the putting them like up is the worst part. She don't like the way I fold. Yeah, it's good. Exhibit strategy. A. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely do it. Yeah, so I don't have to fold. But smart. yeah, smart shit. So yeah, we we just have compromise. All right, you do this part, or I do. All right, but yeah, uh, I mean, Kubi does most of it. You know, and the way I explain it, and I think I've explained on this before, is I think everyone has a tolerance level of what they think is like. Now it's dirty, and we need to clean. 
but Kubi's is so much before it reaches mine that it always feels like a, we're in the same boat. Like, and I'm like, I mean, I'll do it. I just didn't think it was that bad yet. You know, I didn't tell my mind. Like, you know, like she'll ask me to do something. And I'm like, I might have just started something that I'm going to be invested in for 30, 45 minutes. Right. But she wants it done right then. No. I'm going to do the same thing that you're wanting done just when I want to do it. Yeah, it's different. You're just going to get done in the same day. Let me decide. You know, it's just, yeah, it's kind of like cooking dinner. You know, she wants to eat at four. You know, I'm going to cook at 730. I mean, it's just the way it is. Oh, I actually have one more thing on here. We are Rants and Rage page, Rants and Raves page we mentioned quite a bit on here. And there was one this week that I love because I love when someone deletes one, right? Because I know they're wrong. And at first you read it and someone posts this thing about someone parking or they make it seem as if they are parking in front of their own house on the street and then that their neighbor across the street. That's how I read it, at least at first, where it's getting mad and then coming over there and telling them to move their car. And they're like, and I don't get it. It's the street. It's free parking. And it's not my neighbor's business. They have a driveway. And I'm like, I was kind of on their side. I was like, I get it. I get it. Then the pictures get fucking posted in there. And no, no, they're parking in front of their neighbor's house on the street. And then I flip completely. I'm like, oh, no, you park in the street in front of my house. and You're not at my house. We they were where the trash cans go on trash day, right? Yeah. And I'm like, we got problems there. Yeah. You know, that is. And they were next door, not across the street. It was the next door neighbor parking in front of their next door neighbor's house and then walking over to their house. And I was like, oh, shit, I'd be pissed, too. (laughs) I'd be leaving notes. I'd be doing all shit. And then after that, everyone in the comments, once they learned that. We're all on that person's side, and then they deleted the post, and I was like... I see them reposting because I missed the initial (laughs) uh, uh, extravaganza. Yeah, we get some good shit, man, on this (laughs) later. And and a lot of people are like, I don't live there. I'm like, but why the fuck are y'all on this page? Right. And then, like, people be like, I just moved here. And the first thing you did was download Ada Rants and Raves. Yeah, they got to know. <laughs> got to know about it. <laughs> uh, it's a, I've also joined the, as heard on the police scanners of Pontotoc County or something like that. Yeah. There's like another one. And then those are weird because that is just nosy people. They'll be like, hey, I heard on the scanner this is happening. Anyone got any news? It's not even like pretending it's nothing except that, you know. And then it, you sometimes get some good shit, but um, sometimes not. <laughs> Well, hell, I posted a picture of that dude sleeping in the road and all on this, uh, it was a safe, uh, it's kind of like Rants and Rage, but it's Ada Rants and Rage Petty Roast. It's basically, you're supposed to get on there and fucking roast the fuck out of these dumb people on Rants and Rage is what it is. Right. And so I posted there like, oh, there's drug problem. You should. Yeah. Like everybody was wanting to give this guy a fucking hug. What happened no, to shame? No, y'all would be making fun of my ass and like 15, 17 years ago when I was annexed out, fucking standing out, passed out. You know, I'd be getting made fun of, man. Right. No, I'm going to laugh because I can see myself like, ha, 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 that dumbass. Right. Yeah. I, I used to be that guy. And you I'm going to laugh shame about these people it. into interventions, you know? I mean, yeah, that's what happened to me. Now I just smoke. And you can also be California sober out there, people. Y'all just, y'all work on it. Um, that's what they call it these days. I'm glad it has a name. Um, but all right, I think that's all I got. Uh, so we got to till September. So if anyone wants to be on this podcast, I'm taking submissions. Uh, unless you suck, don't be on. But if you think you'd be all right, let me know. Um, all right, peace, man. Peace.
Quakes Beats. Quakes.